Welcome to the Triple Confirmed Podcast, where we discuss Bitcoin price talk, trading ideas, and much, much more. I am your host, The Baked Potato, a six-year crypto analyst and crypto YouTuber. Today's date is January 13th, and this is episode 146. Hopefully you guys are having a fantastic, fun Friday. Everyone seems to be picking up the energy of the markets. We're seeing FOMO out the yin-yang on the social medias. I'm getting messages from people I haven't heard from in three years. The inter- <laughs> This is getting real. Very much so. Of course, we want to dive deep into the TA today, get a better understanding of what could happen over this weekend, potentially looking into the next couple weeks, and continue going from there, my friends. So as always, we're going to start by taking a look at our macro outlooks today are quite positive. Obviously, this is the best weekly green candle we've seen on ETH and Bitcoin over the past probably pretty much since back here of March 2022. This one obviously got faked out to the max. Very much not what we want to see coming into next week. The big difference here this time is obviously money flow is much heavier into the green. We actually have stacked up divergences, momentum, all that good stuff backed in behind it. And we're obviously at a much lower point in time as to when that last one happened. Definitely, definitely, we need to be careful. You know, things have a tendency to turn around out of the blue when uh, no one's expecting it. But as of right now, the strength does seem to be legit. We do seem to have some volatility and some volume coming in at the same time. And that money flow, again, is just building up more and more momentum as the week has progressed. So as of right now, we're potentially looking at a TC on the weekly in two days, um, both ETH and BTC. Some of this move is is building itself up. Um, as I said in Wednesday's session, you know, we may not get that short-term relief back down just because the momentum of the midterm and the macros were turning into the bullish fashion so so hard and so fast. We're definitely still going to have to deal with some of these resistances. But the short-term resistance for now looks like it is being broken above. We still have medium-term, some macros to deal with, and everything else in between. But can we see continuation to the next little while? I do believe so. I do think that we're potentially looking at some sort of shorter-term, mid-term pullback over the next couple days. Potentially, we're pretty much close to the full FIB extension of the 12-hour. I believe the 16-hour FIB extension is right around this area, too. It is. So maybe another $500 move to the upside to possibly touch around 20000 Potential rejection off of that. We're looking for that either 382 retest or that 618 retest, or whatever ends up coming first, essentially. Okay, my mistake. The 382 is always going to come first, but are we going to hold it? Are we going to pop through it? We could end up coming all the way back into 16800 one more time, is essentially what I'm saying for some sort of higher low on that midterm support level. It's very possible I would be looking for an amazing buy opportunity at that point, think anything under 17,000 at this turn at this current time would be a very exciting opportunity. Very very unlikely honestly at this point and the how the momentum has come in, it's more likely that we would come back to our 382 right around the 18200 or even just the 0.236. 
around 18,800, uh, the previous local resistance level turned support. Um, I would say, depending on how much volume comes in over the weekend and what happens into next week, is going to dictate where that retracement is going to go. But we're very close to potentially needing some sort of retracement before these fibs realign themselves into a more bullish posture, extending themselves into the more upside fashion, kind of going from there. Now, Ethereum, when we break it down to the same time frames, the daily has tons of room left. 16 hour is already overextended past its top fib line. I believe the 12 hours in the same boat. So this is also saying that we need some sort of rejection here, retest into whatever level that may be, and re-extend our fib lines in a much more bullish fashion to the upside before we see any type of next like very progressive uh, eccentric move as we've done the last uh, week or two. Wow, positive long funding rate on Bybit for a while now. Been nice. Hell yeah. Try not to listen to that funding rate. It will mess you up, my friend. They always, uh, you know, it's it's a lagging indicator. It's just something to be careful with. That is great. I mean, obviously, you know, that means that up until that point, the shorts were dictating the majority of the market. So interestingly enough, there's probably a lot of people trapped underwater right now, which is another reason why I don't think we'd come as low as I was just talking about the 618. 618s are way the heck back here. I just don't know if we have enough strength in the bears and or they don't want to let those guys out essentially of their trades before getting continuation to uh, start to work towards liquidation of those positions for sure. I'm saying that the market is closed on Monday. See Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Got you. U.S. markets. Got you. I don't believe it's a holiday in Canada on Monday. I could be wrong. We may have made up our own. You know, we want a holiday too. Well. Yeah, we'll have to see how she goes. We'll probably see an extension of whatever happens this weekend if we get a pullback. It's probably going to play into Monday as well. That being the, the traditional markets are closed. Because finally, as we've been speaking about the last couple of sessions, the traditionals, the Dixie, the US 10-year, and the S&P 500 are all in essentially correlating with what Bitcoin and ETH has been showing us here right? Dixie and US 10-year continue to reject these levels. They're death crossing, they're turning down, their weeklies are, you know, fat into the red. Everything about these two charts is, is turning down, which is fantastic for us in anything else, essentially. The S&P tickling the top of 4,000 right now, right into that top resistance of the midterm. We definitely need to push through this level but we are at the pivotal point right now. You can see our crossing is happening exactly where we're trying to pass through it of previous support, now resistance, as well as just, you know, key level resistance of the midterms. Um, it'd be very interesting to see if we're going to pop through this on Tuesday whenever the market opens again, but it definitely feels like so. So yeah, essentially, I mean, we're popping through we are popping through here. We don't have a daily close above that level yet. So potentially maybe not Tuesday, maybe a cup, you know, maybe Tuesday we take the day to push above 4,000. Uh, by Wednesday, we're closed above. On the average, the money flows back into the green for the first time since uh, it looks like December, at least on daily. And what else do we have here? Yeah, four day looks very healthy to the bullish side. Some nice divergences stacked up, some convergence. 
Again, we're pinching, we're squeezing, we're broadening. <laughs> Things are looking really good. Very good. You can see that money flow is just, you know, dinging along the bottom, waiting for that opportunity to pop. We're probably going to squeeze, I don't know, for the next probably at least till the end of the month um, before seeing any type of major, major breakout on the S&P. Um, but come February or March, we're definitely closer to the end of this thing. Um, we may have a lot more momentum built up, a lot more positive pressure just in the mindset of people trading the space. You know, the longer you kind of consolidate without falling, right? You just day by day, you're slowly stair-stepping your way higher and higher and higher. You know, the bears at some point are going to fold, throw in the cards and give up and just let all that mass, all that volume, all that positioning push itself to the upside and or give in and buy whatever they're going to buy. So that's very exciting. Um, things to come, really, I mean, the CPI data yesterday was not bad at all. Obviously, there's a little bit of scare reaction right at the get-go. But after that, everything golden, looking really good. Bitcoin obviously had a much better day uh, than a lot of other things today and yesterday. Even Ethereum, I don't believe, has really uh, stayed right in line with uh, BTC here. I think ETH still has at least another, I don't know, let's say 60 to $70 before it's really truly caught up with BTC here as far as percentage goes. Um, but, it, you know, sometimes it lags behind. That's okay. As as far as the chart looks, it looks like it's right in line. But at the same time, I think we're uh, lagging behind quite a bit. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with that. Um, again, you know, in the short terms, short term, midterm, what do we see here? Um, potential three hour showing us a bit of bearish divergence here, possibly, which would correlate with what we were talking about as some sort of short term you know, over the weekend pullback type of deal. It's not really showing up on our four hour yet. So three hours, the highest time frame that you can look at that would give you this idea hourly. You know, you can see it pretty well as well between Money Flow, Liberator, and Wolfpack. So no major time frames. That's great. This may get invalidated, you know, just completely thrown under the bus. Sorry, hourly. You know, daily's on a mission right now. Four days on a mission right now. Weekly's on a mission right now. You're not going to have your way, but there's definitely a lot of room to uh, retrace back here within this weekly candle. Still got two days before the close, right? Again, coming back into 18800 makes a lot of sense. Just tapping into it, maybe that 18200 things really get uh, forced down. Otherwise, yeah, things are looking juicy. The altcoins have been popping. There's a lot of setups that are all set up in this very exact same way. This is just one example of hundreds. But Illuvium here, you know, you can see. Yeah, I don't have to. I shouldn't have to point it out for you guys. We've seen this in the last cycle seen it a thousand times squeezing price action completely diverged out the butthole starting to push through the resistance levels very exciting stuff uh waves looks really good right now ilv looks really good right now doge looks pretty good right now there's you know again you can just go through the list but there is some uh some possible poppers in the space zill Potentially Algo. Uh, SHIB is actually looking pretty good. Block is possibly looking pretty good. I'd be sticking to stuff that has a lot of uh, 
technological advantage, anything like DOT or AVAX or, you know, any of the main chain gang <laughs> coins, I think would be a, a better, you know, a better go-to than some of the video game tokens or metaverse tokens or anything right now. That stuff will pump probably later once all the comfortability comes back into the space. Yeah, really, things are looking up for everybody. And it's interesting that all this bad news is still coming out. You know, oh, BlackRock needed a bailout. Oh, Gemini is going through some shit. You know, eh. like, yeah, they are. But if the markets completely turn over, you know, like, I don't think BlackRock's closing their doors. Yeah, there was something going. Maybe, maybe I'm misquoting, but I'm pretty sure I heard that BlackRock took a. Maybe, maybe I do mean DCG. Actually, yeah, someone got bailed out. Yeah, okay, DCG. Sorry, my apologies. Get your facts straight. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. BlackRock has over 11 trillion in assets. They're obviously not doing too great right now, but that's just because the overall market experience has been poop for a year straight. You know. Yeah, basically grayscale. Grayscale, but evil. <laughs> they're not gray, they're black. So, yeah, there's all I'm saying is there's there is still bad news coming out. I don't think that it's it's having that much merit or that much effect on the space. And I don't think it's going to, because again, I think that these things are just minimal. You know, they will get themselves sorted out. And especially if we get back above 20, you know, there's no reason to default or to, to, to whatever. We'll have to see how that goes, my friends. For now, again, market conditions, everything as, as far as it goes, it's looking really freaking good. Like, I don't know, we've had a great two weeks. We had beautiful buildup here. This is exactly what you want to see before a pump is all this slow building, arching momentum Right, the bulls are slowly, 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 slowly stair-stepping their way up. Oh, it takes a week to get here, but then as soon as you get to the resistance, it's just pump. Oh, you want some more? Pump again. Oh, you want some more, Sunny Boy? Pump again. I think it's cutting a lot of people off guard. You know, you get a lot of people on YouTube right now saying, oh, we're looking for the greater short opportunity. Ooh, ooh, ooh. ooh it's not going to last. Ooh, is Bitcoin going to crash to zero? But, I mean, they're obviously not looking at the macros because things are actually, actually potentially changing here. Now, again, we've gotten faked out before, right? We've gotten faked out. We need to be very careful of this type of situation. If the money flow completely turns back down next week, you know, if volume completely craps the bed, things can change. If we don't get the TC on this weekly close, things can change. Right, even if we do get it, things can even change. Right, just as we had this TC down, right, way later from the previous TC up, this would be a third uh, invalidation. So there is some momentum behind the uh, behind the uh, and the seesaw there, and yeah, whatever direction this chooses, it's going to be a big jump over the midterm macro, meaning you know the next two to three months, maybe even longer are what in whatever direction they choose to go are going to be heavily heavily uh pushing into that direction the youtube i subbed to don't say that at all the last few weeks i'm just saying like i just you know the last two three days they've been just yeah all over the freaking place and we don't want anyone to get wrecked but don't listen to people who flip their freaking ideals every other day 
it's not good practice. You're you're only hurting yourself. So yes, notes to take away from today. Crypto's looking good. Probably a short-term pullback. Holy moly. Okay, what just happened? Uh, we just jumped a couple hundred dollars in price out of nowhere. Wowzers. Okay, that's awesome. We're only $200 away from 20K. Fantastic. I think we're going to have one more little push here. I really think we're going to tickle 20K today. It makes a lot of sense. If we are going to see some sort of short-term rejection over the weekend, it's not going to hold up there for very long. Maybe a day. You know, maybe we hold up for the rest of Friday up around 20 and Saturday, Sunday, we're probably going to be pushing back down. Good amount of volume just came in, though. That's really exciting. Who doggy? Yeah, BBWP completely maxed out on the short terms. Pretty much maxed out on short term, midterm, short terms. Wow. Well, yeah, very exciting, my friends. Things are getting exciting. Obviously, we don't want to, you know, we don't want to jump on the train as it's left the station. But you looking at the macro here, you know, you've, yeah, I'm not trying to induce FOMO. I'm really not. I just don't believe that in as far as macros go, that you've missed the train at this point. I think that the train is just starting to leave the station. I think that there may be some opportunities where it pauses, things come back, you know, again price around 18 17 to 18 i think right now is probably our best bet obviously unless the macros change as of next let's say the next two weeks otherwise things are looking juicy and healthy and great and fantastic dixie and the u.s tenure again we don't really need to talk about this there's not really anything to talk about they're they're heavily crashing right now they've had some really decent time frame death crosses they're more than likely looking at more you know, more breakdown to the downside. As we spoke about, 103 was the key level support for the Dixie. We're now trading at 102. US 10-year still sitting at 3.5%. So hasn't actually broken its level yet, but it just, it's continuing to dance upon the floor of uh, sanctitude where it could absolutely fall through. Uh, market structures are starting to change into that downside fashion. All the good stuff that we'd want to see, uh, we're seeing. So that's fantastic. The S&P sitting at 4,000 right now. Fantastic. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. The new addresses continues to pop up. That's exciting. We're tickling near the top of the uh, number of unique addresses that appear on the Bitcoin, the Bitcoin transactions. That's really exciting. If we check our other chart here, the successful transactions that are counted again spiking up over the average of the last pretty much year and a half or starting to tip into that 10 10% top area. Ooh, the 20x got liquidated. Dang. Dang. Very exciting, my friends. Things are moving. Things are getting exciting. Don't FOMO into things. You know, set limit orders. If you haven't already, which you should, you definitely should have. We took trades months ago. If <laughs> literal months ago, and uh, nothing in the environment changed in that time. Yeah, it was boring. Yeah, it was shitty. Yeah, it was choppy. It's the best time to stick to your guns and wait for that next opportunity. If the opportunity had changed, you know the position. Everything would have everything would have been different. But this is where we are. This is where things are at, and we're looking healthy. 
we're definitely looking healthy here. We could, we really could get all the way to 30, maybe even 40K on this push. Um, that's still going to be a, you know, a more macro lower high. We could see some bearish divergence here, right? We're not that far away from this first top, which is all the way back here at 48,000. As far as it goes on Wolfpack and Liberator, right? We don't have a very high level here, right? We could very easily create hidden bearish divergence, normal bearish divergence, and then take another swing back to the downside. If it amounts to a higher low, though, overall, if we get to, let's say we get to 40, we come all the way back to 25 or 20, we get a higher low overall, we're continuing to round off the bottom, you know, then we have a chance of breaking that new local higher high. But on this, on this run, probably not going to happen. It could, it definitely could. But again, without converging wave in the macro, you know, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to really say for sure that this is just going to fly off of uh, off these divs, right? It's going to fly, but then it's going to retrace, and it's going to find support at what was previous resistance. And as far as we know, you know, 20 to 22 is acting as the key level, the major level is still sitting up at here at 30,500. So if we can break through 30, we're probably going to come back to 30, whether we get all the way to 40 or not. So I don't want to speculate too, too much, Again, let's see how this weekend goes. If we get some sort of short-term pullback over the two next two days, um, I will be looking for a re-long entry opportunity with what I took off on profits yesterday. Yeah, very exciting stuff. Do you guys have any questions, any concerns, anything you want to point out? I'd love to hear some opinions right now. How you guys are feeling? Come on, boys. When Lambo? Okay, let's get some. Let's get some serious questions in the chat. When Lambo? God, oh, okay. sold my organs. Excellent, Moomies. I hope you got top quality dollars. Top quality dollars. I told you the other day, you know, only the one, only, only leave the vitals. You don't need two kidneys. You don't need two lungs. <laughs> well, uh, it wasn't yesterday. It was uh, two days ago. But yes, I believe we did look at Zill. I'm going to have to reorganize the whole list of altcoins. I definitely think they, uh, you know, there's a new amount of contenders. Oh, 10% today. Heck yeah, brother. That's awesome. Very much awesome. Again, the old coins are popping off. They're using this opportunity. They've they've had a really shitty year. You think Bitcoin's been shitty? Look at the old coins, right? 90 to 95% down across the board. <laughs> I heard a lot of people have not signed up for Alpha V2 yet. What do I think about that? I think it's terrible and shitty and you guys should follow the last update to the form that will take you five minutes to fill out. If you want to participate in version two, you need to fill it out. It's a legal obligation that we have uh, for filing the company. So we really would appreciate if you guys would go over, yeah, maybe 30 seconds, not even two minutes. It's like five questions, super easy, fill out the form, get that done for us, send us the info we need. Uh, again, it's in the updates channel, Danny. The TC updates. It's the it's the last thing. It says Alpha V2 testing acknowledgement request. We have closed the long position for the bot, and as previously communicated, we kindly request that you withdraw your funds from the bot from by Monday, January sixteenth. Please note that if funds are not withdrawn by this date, they will be returned to your wallet. And additionally, we re we remind you in order to participate in V2, it is necessary to complete the form. 
Super easy. We've actually posted it twice. Twice, my friends. So yes, we would appreciate you guys if you do so. Super easy. There you go. Look at look at Jonas. There you go. Don't even don't even work for it. Don't even don't even leave. Don't even move. Just just click the thing. Fill it out. Super easy. Join us in V2, which is coming very soon. We, you know, the boys have been working very, very hard to get the new website out, to get version two out, working properly, bug free. Trends, you know, he's literally tied up in a basement to a computer desk, not moving, just eating baked goods and drinking coffee and building and building the TC bot. So <laughs> you like that one, did you? <laughs> Hopefully you were tied up yesterday. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah, if you guys didn't know, it was Trent's birthday the other day. He's been literally, you know, a huge part of our success here and everything going forward. So if you guys didn't say happy birthday to him, say happy birthday to him. He deserves it. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, boys and girls, I think that we've covered our bases today. Um, again, make sure you guys fill that form. We would really appreciate it. If you want to, you know, if you guys want to put something out or you have a friend in here that hasn't done it yet, you know, please inform them. We would appreciate it. And as you guys, again, if you read the update, the bot did close just because again, we're pushing into V2. Um, circumstances wise, you know, the, the bot would have stayed in the trade, but we wanted it to be, uh, we didn't want to risk it. We didn't want to risk it going forward again, going into the weekend and all that stuff. Wanted to make sure that it was all good. So exciting stuff, my friends. As always, I thank you for taking the time to listen today. I wish you guys a wicked weekend, whatever you get up to. And uh, we'll be back on Monday to see what happens for the for the holiday. All right. Take care. Have a good rest of your day. Bye-bye.